see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Welcome, you're listening to DC on CW, Supergirl edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. It's available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Just search Rain Man Digital. And you can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher. Search DCW, DC on CW. Uh, and once you find us there, please go ahead and leave us a review. So today, I'm your host, Lauren Alexander. I have Nicole Nance. What's up? And Bobby D. Hello, hello. And we're going to be breaking down and discussing Supergirl Season 3, Episode 18, Shelter from the Storm. Um, the Legion takes off. They go away. They leave mon behind. And Rain is on the hunt for Ruby. So a whole lot of junk is happening. Lots um, and lots. So before lots we get into all of that, though, we do have a little bit of news. So the uh, upfronts came and they went... And now we have some info about next year and what the schedule is going to be like. They switched around a bunch of stuff. Uh, Supergirl has a new night. They are putting Supergirl all on its own by its lonesome on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, a brand new time slot for Supergirl. Brand new time slot for the network. Yeah. Um, Monday is going to be Legends of Tomorrow before Arrow. Uh, and then Tuesday is going to be The Flash, followed by Black Lightning. So, um, it looks like Black Lightning is going to be getting like a full season treatment. And it, Well, yeah, it looks like both Legends and Black Lightning, unless they're just going to do 17 episodes again and call it quits. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, um, but at least they have their own time slots, which is the most important thing ever. Yeah. Seriously, no more of this eight-week-long breaks, please. Yeah, they're they're Ever. actually putting stock in yeah. shows that it didn't feel like they were doing that so much with this season. Um, also, I kind of, I, I don't know if, I don't know what exactly this means, but my takeaway, without knowing too much, is that um, they believe Supergirl to be strong enough to stand on its own, on its own night. Yeah, um, it's actually, I cut out the charms is after it. Okay. So uh, oh, I think yeah. they're doing like a female they're- Sunday thing as a counter programming to things like football and a lot of the animation domination, like yeah. male type things. So that makes perfect sense. Actually, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, um, I think it it feels like they're trying to piggyback viewers between the two as well. You know, maybe get people that are interested in Charmed, but maybe don't watch superhero stuff into Supergirl. 
um, segue them into the Arrowverse that way. Um, and maybe vice versa, people that watch Supergirl that like, um, because Supergirl has the dedicated viewers already, mm-hmm. maybe they'll stick around and watch Charmed. So that makes a lot of sense, actually, when you bring it up that way. Yeah. Um, and it looks like, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it looks like um, they're trying to get people to stick around for Arrow. And see, and I look at it differently. I think they put more of the adult-themed shows second. That'll be later. In the really? Night. I mean, because Black Lightning is more gritty. Arrow has been getting more gritty. For those, I just feel like they're trying to introduce more people to Black Lightning because Flash has a following. Well, Flash, it was always behind Flash. Was it? Yep. Okay. Know, that, that they replaced Legends when Legends went down. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. This is just my total layman's guesses. Hey, the way I look at it is I like Sunday, Monday, or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, a lot better because it makes it easier for recording wise. Right, because <laughs> right now the Arrow finale is going on as we record Supergirl, so I have to rush home, go watch it, get done. The way this looks out is we will be Wednesday, Thursday next week or next year in October, and we will be able to have all our shows done right away. Yeah. So yeah, That'd be uh, awesome. I, I I I like the look of the schedule better instead of spreading it out. Yeah. All right. Um, so the other really big piece of news that happened with the upfronts is uh, a brand new crazy big announcement that Stephen Amell teased and then made at the upfronts. And uh, the next Arrowverse crossover is going to include the city of Gotham and Batwoman, Kate Kane, not to be confused with Batgirl, Barbara Gordon or Stephanie Brown or Cassandra Kane, you know, like some of the people on the internet that don't read comics but follow comicbook.com and want to argue with people that know more than them <laughs> are saying. <laughs> Just, you know, not hey, to throw anyone under the bus. You didn't all today, did you? No, 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 no not at all. Mm-mm. I sifted I, through so much crap just to see what people were actually thinking. Yeah, the reactions. I mean, that's what we go through. I mean, I look at that a lot of times with the shows because sometimes I feel a certain way. And I don't want to like text you guys and let you know how I'm feeling because I don't want to sway kind of how the show goes. Right. Yeah. And so I'll read stuff on the internet and then I'll be like, all right, well, other people feel the same way I do. So I don't <laughs> feel so bad now. I, I was going to text you guys and then I was like, no, no, hold back. We have a show to record. <laughs> right? Let's talk about it, it on it's air. It's always weird that you think about that. You're like, fuck, I got to let them know right away. And you're like, mm, yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm going to wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, hold back. Hold back. It's so hard because um, we just want to like talk about it the whole time. <laughs> right. So here are the things that I came across uh, in the comment sections <laughs> oh, of the... <laughs> I'm so excited right now. <laughs> so uh, the first one, what I already mentioned, uh, I think you mean Batgirl? Nah, bro. No, no, we don't. Or, nah, fucking old, like, I don't know, Janice, you 65-year-old woman that doesn't <laughs> read comic books. Like, we don't mean Batgirl. We mean Kathy Kane, Kate Kane, uh... Bruce's cousin, wife of Maggie Sawyer in the comics currently, a redhead, military trained woman. Yeah, that's who we mean. So there was that. And then there was, um, what What the hell? Why not just do Batman? Okay, well. Dude, I hate that argument. Well, Susan, maybe we want some other bat characters. Right. So, for once. Here's here's a couple arguments against that. Um 
There are a ton of characters in the DC universe and in the Bat family alone. So why oversaturate Batman, 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 Batman? Batman's in a bunch of films. Batman is in a bunch of cartoons and like animated movies. Batman has a ton of comics. Batman has all sorts of stuff and also is currently active in the DC like cinematic universe, like the 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 Warner Brothers cinematic universe there. So why do we need more Batman? I love Batman. I love Bruce. Yeah. But first of all, he's already existing in different forms all over the place. You can find Batman content everywhere you look. Um, in addition to that, if you cast Bruce Wayne and you cast Batman in the Arrowverse, well, he's not a like a, a one-person deal. With that, you've got to do some world building that is some serious stuff. And you are obligated to cast an Alfred. You're probably obligated to cast one or more of his little bat children, his little his little birds. Because if you don't, people are just going to complain about that. And they're going to be like, you just ruined this the way you did other characters. Okay. Just well, like that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you've got to do serious justice to that character and pay attention to it. And at that point... Why aren't you just making a Batman show? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's always been my big issue with it is that as soon as you introduce them and it, we went through this kind of with Superman, everybody was like, well, when's the Superman show going to come? It's like, no, Superman's got to go away because you, you don't need that in this, this world. And I think we'd run into the same thing with um, Arrow and Batman because we've always talked about Arrow being like this universe's Batman. And then you're going to try to introduce somebody like that and then overshadow what is the cornerstone of this universe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, and there's, there's such a roster of characters to choose from. There's so many underused characters uh, and characters that are not utilized in live action. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's a, that's, I think that's the biggest thing is you're bringing in somebody and even like we brought up Superman. When they showed Superman for the first time, we all had something to compare it to. Yeah, this is somebody brand new that when they bring in and they they bust out that costume for the first time, we're all going to be like, oh, I like you. We can't sit there and go like, well, I like the one in the movie better. or I like the one on this one better because we've never seen it. before. Yeah, this is going to be the first time. And that's cool. We don't need to keep regurgitating the same characters over and over. The other arguments for characters were why not Batgirl? Well, um, Batgirl is going to be in the. Birds of Prey movie that is coming out that I'm going to say it the exact same way I said it earlier today (laughs) that for some reason Harley Quinn is starring in even though she's never been a part of that team and she better be fighting them otherwise it's not going to make any damn sense to me at all Um, somebody's already angry I'm already pissy about it (laughs) I'm just going to throw a tantrum but whatever Um, (laughs) and like it's just once again, if you introduce Batgirl, you're kind of morally obligated to introduce other characters, like, depending on which Batgirl it is, um, maybe Tim, or maybe Dick, or maybe Commissioner Gordon. You know what I mean? Like, you, you as have... As soon as Gotham ends. Yeah, like, you have yeah. some serious uh-huh. obligations that come along with that character. Otherwise, people are going to be like, oh, well, we just talk about those names like we're supposed to know who they are and stuff, and we do from other stuff, but, you know, we've never seen them in the show. What the hell? It's just, it's it's messy. There's too much to these characters, and, and people have 
too many expectations. Are we going to get an animated series out of this? I don't know, but that'd be cool. Uh, well, just because be every, like, you know, when <laughs> Vixen came on, they gave her the animated thing. That'd Con- be neat. Constantine, the Ray, you know, why not? This would work into their formula of introducing a live action character or introducing it as a cartoon and bringing it as a live action character. Totally. Yeah. I'd be fine with it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then the other ones were like, well, why not Nightwing? Like, give us Nightwing. Give us Red Hood. All right. Well, arguments against that. I love both of those characters. Jason and Dick are are great. They're amazing characters. They have a lot of backstory. Um, almost too much backstory to just toss them in now. You know, especially when Gotham is just a part of the crossover. Um, so, <sighs> Red Hood. I, I, Wild Dog is nowhere near as dynamic as Red Hood as a character. However, when you compare fighting styles and whatever, we've already got two guys in helmets or like big masks with, you know, guns. Yeah. We don't need another one. They're not building an army. And you've got to skip over all of the really important character building shit with the Joker and the Joker killing Jason and him coming back to life and all of that. Like, you've just got to skip that in order to to bring him in there's so much there and with nightwing nightwing's already going to titans and that's going to be on the the dc universe stuff like that's already taken already yeah, gone taken gone done like don't even worry about that you're getting nightwing and you may not like where the show's heading from the couple images we saw but you know oh well that's what's happening um and there's also such a thing with like Bruce and whatever else. You could have Nightwing go away and kind of just talk about Gotham for a while. I feel like he would work the best. They there were there were talks of them bringing over Ian Summerhalder from the Vampire Diaries to the Arrowverse way early on to play Nightwing. Yeah, and to have them go to Bloodhaven. Out, wasn't he working out in the 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 t-shirt comic shirt? Yeah, that was that was the plan. Um, it was it was spoken about. But I don't think it got farther than that. They were going to do an actor swap. They were going to bring Ian Summerhalder over from uh, the Vampire Diaries. And they were going to bring someone from Arrow over to Vampire Diaries. And they were they were going to do that little switcheroo for an episode or so. And, uh, and he was going to play Nightwing. And they were going to go to Bloodhaven. And that was going to be a short little thing. This is way... Like this years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do that for a reason. I don't know why that would change now. Kate Kane is a fresh slate, a new character, um, something that's never been done before. And she's got, you know, the, the right type of fighting, the right type of uh, background. She is a very vigilante type of person. She doesn't agree with Batman on a lot of shit. Only recently in the comics did she start working alongside him. I think it's going to be a great fit. Um, and I kind of want to slap all the people that are saying, they're just, you know, they, they feel like they haven't hit their gay quota. <laughs> what? Yeah, some people were like, oh, they must have felt like they needed another gay character. Because the seven or eight we have already. Right, like, come on. Including the actors who are playing straight. Yeah. So, that's my rant. I don't know if you guys have more stuff to add in. Your, your passion is... <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I'm still processing the gay quota thing. Just <laughs> well, yeah, the, the gay quota the thing. Stuff. When you say that and CW in the same sentence, you don't know what the fuck you're dealing with. Yeah, there's a the, lot of gay characters, yeah. or bi, or whatever. Yeah, there's characters. I mean, it's 
So who Idiots. there was an article okay. in there that they're trying to place who's going to play it. Yeah. And I, I again, I don't buy anybody that they named in that article just because a lot of them were too big named and just knowing how the CW works that yeah. I mean, we, we look at Saturn Girl from this year. Huge Bollywood star. None of us knew who the fuck she was. You mm-hmm. know, I, I feel like they'll go outside of the normal realm like they normally do and bring them in. And a lot of them were like, or a couple of them were from Marvel TV shows. And I'm like, no, keep them in the Marvel universe. I know them as this character, like Haley Atwell. Yeah. Why would you say no. Haley Atwell? It was like they went through and like, fuck, you- we're out of names. We're out of names. Let's go borrow from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Ridiculous. No. Uh, I don't know. All of them. I don't think I have anyone in mind. Eh. That I think would, but I, I'm not good at that anyway. Well, that, yeah, and we look at it, and it's not like anybody they've ever brought over to CW. Um, the, these shows has been like a huge name, and yeah, really. when they start speculating and they're starting to put people that were in major blockbuster movies, or you know, like you said, have been in the universes before and other characters, and you're just like, no, this isn't going to work. They're going to find somebody in their CW stable. They're going to bring them over and we're going to be like, I would have never casted them, but it works. So, um, Entertainment Weekly is, is the, I don't know, people or whatever who are, who are doing this. Um, and they, a couple of their picks, like one of them kind of makes sense and one of them doesn't. Um, I don't think that I would cast her as Kate Kane, but it's Colin Donnell's wife, the guy that plays Tommy. Yeah, I, I could see that because they tend to do that. But yeah, because she's already attached to someone at the network, blah, blah, blah. Like, I could see, and apparently she tweeted out, like, she she threw her hat in the ring as soon as the announcement was out. She was like, hey Um So hey, I could see that here. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other ones is <laughs> Adrian Palicki. Um, first of all, I don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I had no idea that this girl that was on Friday Night Lights plays Bobby Morse, um, Mockingbird, on S.H.I.E.L.D., and I think I hate that, but I haven't seen it, so I can't really form an opinion. And that one of the failed Wonder Woman pilot. Oh. She was Wonder Woman at one time. Weird. Um. Kind of see it. Yeah, I guess. Um. Kind of. I can't get Friday Night Lights out of my head, though, so, like, it's... A no go for me, but I don't think they're going to bring over uh, Mockingbird from Agents of Shield. I think they're going to want a fresh face for a new character. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's a no go. Evan Rachel Wood, she's too busy with Westworld. You guys, come on. Plus, I don't think she's going to fight. Like, no, no, she needs to be. You, you want to see somebody with like some kind of athletic prowess? Kate is tall too. She is very pale, bright red hair, and she's tall. And oh, she's the closest one. She's based on, I mean, um, Rose Rose Leslie is pretty pale. (laughs) I know, but she's also like, I don't know. And she's a badass. Um, she is, she could like, she's the closest one out of this list that I could see maybe fill in those shoes. I guess Kate's more like refined, I guess. And not that I, I guess I'm, I'm used to seeing her play Egret on, Game that, of that would be the hard part for me. It's like, but it's easy. She's good at that kind of tough, but like Batwoman comes from one of the two most important families in Gotham. She was raised a certain way. She has almost a Bruce-like air to her. And I I just don't see that in Rose's face. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't exude that sort of like borderline snobby, like posh sort of, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not there. Um, Phoebe Tonkin is one of the people they brought up. Yvonne Strahovski, who was on Chuck. I love her, but she's currently on Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't watch that, but um, Phoebe Tonkin is great, but I don't know about that. And then Haley Otwell. Yeah, I just don't think they're going to, they want a new fresh face that Marvel hasn't had. Um, uh, That's what I said. I, I bet you they go out and they find somebody we've never seen before or never yeah, heard yeah. of. And then all of a sudden we figure out she's really, really hot. Like we did with mm-hmm. Saturn Girl. Yeah. That's all I worry about. Uh-huh. All right. Is she hot? Cool. She's good. I mean, you know, whatever. Is she hot? Can she act a little bit? Ah, it's fine. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> We've seen way worse people here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've seen way worse performances. It's all right. Uh, with that, guys, let's take a quick break and we'll get back on track into this episode. I love it. Are you crying? No. DC on CW. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. But what he did was he put his fist up in the air and started screaming yes. uncontrollably. No joke. Like a child? <laughs> yes. Like a child. How old was this guy? Like if he, he was probably 30 years old. my age. Maybe, yeah. He, he screamed like Chris Evans actually showed up in the action. <laughs> like if Chris Evans actually showed up in a the theater, dude. Like that, that, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah. What did you what? think was going to happen? And then when Thor shows up. <laughs> Holy shit! And, Yay. Yeah, I, I expect nonsense like this during regular screenings. Yeah. Yes, when I was saw Fate of the Furious, I not expect professional that. industry event, like a red carpet premiere. This is the kind of excitement you have, Thomas, <laughs> when you fucking have sex. <laughs> that sex sounds right there. Yeah. Like, like oh, you have the best sex of your life. The best sex of your life deserves maybe half that. All right. Yeah. The, first time, the first time I had sex with Maggie. <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. 
Hey guys, did you know that Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcasts, Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's easy. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW, mm-hmm. Supernatural The Crossroads, and more. So head over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. Yeah, I think uh, we're actually going to have like a Jerry's Kids telethon to get our Patreon here up so look forward to that coming oh boy so all, all the people will be coming in and because uh we need money to help run the network and we're getting close to our first goal so we're gonna kind of push out new tiers coming up in the next couple weeks it's weird west sunday do i think it's a weird west no but i think it's a a Western with a lot of symbolism in it, and I think any traditional Western fan's going to really, really enjoy it, and uh, enjoy, and they're going to enjoy the journey. I would say it leans more to the traditional side with a psychedelic twist, due in part to the absinthe-induced dream. Now, let's say the dream was caused by a spell, a magical spell, or the dream was caused by some weird, you know, um, let's say ambiguous omen that was instilling dreams in this kid's brain. Then yes, I'd say this is definitely a Weird West. But because it was done through alcohol... Catch up on your favorite Weird West discussions from Mike and Clint every Sunday on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen from the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, guys, we are back. Let's talk Supergirl Season 3, Episode 18, Shelter from the Storm, directed by Antonio Negret, which I feel like is a name that we've seen before, but not in a while. Um, and Did I say my standard? Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Totally, yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, though, I, I like I recognize the name, but I don't feel like we've seen it in a while. So that's interesting. Um, story was by Robert Rovner and the teleplay was by Lindsay Gelfand and Allison Weintraub. Those are two names I don't recognize. No, a lot of the writers have been new lately. R- Rovner is one of the guys that is on all of the uh, inside the episode extras on the CW app and CW.com. Um and he's one of the executive producers. Uh, Antonio's first time directing Supergirl, but we do know him from Arrow. That is why. All right, cool. Um, and Legends. Oh, that's probably extra why. Uh, in my case. Extra why. And a flash. <laughs> oh, look As at I that. keep scrolling down. Okay, well, fine, All of man. Them. Okay, you just fine. direct everything. Look at you, you show off. You whore. Oh, God. <laughs> You're so much more aggressive than me. <laughs> um... I was just going to say overachiever, but okay. Yeah, Here we right. are. Whore? Find one, show and stick with it, whore. <laughs> um, all right. We love you if you want to interview. <laughs> you can't. Like, that's not how that works. It really Maybe is not it is. How that I works. don't know. Uh, so, so, this episode, Lena and Supergirl still aren't seeing eye to eye. Uh, Supergirl has absolutely lost Bob as a fan. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know, I'm on board with that until the end of the episode. So let's, um, <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, so Boo. <laughs> Lena is attacked in her penthouse, which 
Can we talk about that opening shot, though? I feel like that was shot really well. Like, Jimmy just kind of, like, tossing his shirt on and, like, walking up to Lena in the window and the lights coming in just I know, right. I like, know, in that close-up of her, like, buttoning his shirt, I was like, oh, okay. That this was kind of like show now. Blue, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so, a little bit. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Black. <laughs> Bob's not yeah. laughing. Why is Bob not laughing? Uh, Names is Black. I got it. <laughs> I'm turning over a new leaf and not making racist comments. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, For the next five minutes. <laughs> Listen, it was out of love, not out of hate. I know. He's a good looking man. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I, I was going to say something that probably sounded more perverse, but I don't even know what. And my brain was like, no, 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 no. Stop before you start. <laughs> just, <laughs> just learn. Just wait. <laughs> learn from your past. <laughs> Um, no, but the, the, it was a really good scene, and, you, and they ruined it really well too. Yeah, yeah they did. Like, it was. Oh, this is so. Pro- oh shit! Even like <laughs> the music was good. It felt you know appropriate. It set the tone, it set the mood. Everyone was you know looking great. The camera angles were great. The lighting, woo! You it wanna, was all wonderful. I thought she wasn't going to make it into work on time. I mean, like the zipper was didn't. just going to go down. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ride it back down. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, in, in my head, I was going. Just shows you. That it doesn't matter how good of friends you are, ain't, ain't nobody better than somebody you're fucking. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say pussy, but I'm turning over a new leaf. But you still say <laughs> For the next whatever. five minutes. <laughs> turning over, over a new leaf. leaf. <laughs> right before the end of this season. Yeah, whatever. I got like one more show oh, okay. left in most of my shows and a couple in this one. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. Then I'm going to rehab. Okay. Okay. We'll see how well that goes. Yeah. All right. But um, it, it, like you could see the love in his eyes, and he never looked at Carl like that. No. Jesus. No. No. And I was like, he, she, he has no chance in hell if those two battle each other. Oh no. And he has to choose. He's going with the one he's laying with. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. I mean, did you see the way he smiled at her? Yeah. <laughs> well, and and also, I mean. I, I kind of love that. I love that he has a totally different connection with Lena and it yes. is absolutely like love and not infatuation with, you know, what someone represents. Because I think that was a lot of his feelings for Kara. Yes, Kara is a, a good person and she's cute. And, um, you know, she's, you admire her in a lot of aspects and you think she's funny and whatever else. But um, I think a lot of his attraction to her was rooted in his fascination with and his um, existing friendship and relationship with with Clark and Superman. I, I think there's a lot of you know admiration and fascination yeah. there, and 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 a lust for that rather than just her as a person. So, um, also, Lena's definitely like his type—a strong, empowered, raven-haired woman. Sounds a lot mm-hmm. like Lucy, doesn't it? Mm. Love it. I'm just saying. So, you um, gotta type. Lena has weaponized kryptonite, though, that she did not mention to anyone. It's very effective. It is very effective. It's, I mean, <laughs> it, uh, it was a small dose, not enough to really do harm, but enough to, to be like, ah, get away. And then they have to go retreat. I just have like this picture. She's like, I got this uh, bottle of warming lube and this kryptonite aerosol spray <laughs> in my <laughs> bedside table. Yeah. Hope I don't get the wrong one. Well, it wouldn't oh, matter. I'm a human. No. She's not banging a Kryptonian. Just would hurt. Would it? Well, he wouldn't be lubed up. 
Oh. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't think you would insert if you weren't, <laughs> if you like me. No Listen. experience in this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she'd try to just like squirt out the lube and it would just spray. Yeah, like you would, like, know. you would know. No, right. <laughs> whatever. Oh, sorry. Let me put this glowing shit away. Yeah, like we were. Okay, let's refocus here. <laughs> <laughs> Derailed. James. Okay. James was trying to convince Lena that Kara would be grateful and and be like oh lena how benevolent of you oh you came forward with you're our tonight. hero oh, hero you're gonna they be should have a day for there. you yeah you've saved the city yeah they should have like internal like like uh i can't even think right now like scrubs like yes. jd and his daydreams yeah the daydreams yeah. with a little daydreams yeah kind of be like a luther is getting the key to the city for the first time oh my god it's amazing princess wave she's so great Pageant yeah. wave I'm so great. <laughs> um, and honestly, had it not been for the past episode or so, I I would have absolutely said the same thing about Supergirl that James did. I yeah. I would have. Mm-hmm. Um, she up until this point has been, you know, pretty open. Pretty forgiving, pretty, yeah, pretty open-minded. And she, you know, a little bit desperate to find a way to defeat Rain. So you would think that her, she would sit here and use some logic. Yeah, I can see why James did it, despite everything that happened last episode. And I don't think he, I think he, he assumed that everything was like honky-dory because he, you know, mm-hmm. told Kara, yep, I looked and she doesn't have any and everything is good. And also, Ta-da. yeah. But, like, Supergirl and, and Kara trust Lena. You know, I, I know she's scared, but, like, come on. Um, so, I mean, I do, I do get her hesitance to come forward to Kara. She is a Luther at the end of the day. And she does have reason to be suspicious of the fact that someone would just be like, oh, great, cool, I'll take that from you, and uh, we'll just call on you anytime we need that. Thanks so much for figuring this out. Uh, please don't try and kill me. You know, like, I, I get her hesitance. Um, that that name is constantly in the back of her mind, you know, telling her, you're never going to be better than this. Like, this is always going to be trailing you. It's always going to be haunting you. Um, and then we see, you know, after... James really talks up Kara, really talks up Supergirl and says she's going to be so happy. Nothing more disappointing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, For real. What the flying fuck? You're thinking you're doing something good and somebody just shits on you. I've done that. Like, this is a weird comparison, but I bought my daughter something that I thought she would absolutely love and I've given it to her before. And she just looked at me like <laughs> I'm the biggest like, this is the dumbest shit ever. You're like, I was so excited about this. Now I'm not. Fuck you, little girl. <laughs> So, uh, same thing with my cat. But you know what I mean, though? You, you, you thinking you're doing something great. Yeah, you're doing this something amazing. Awesome. Yeah, they're going to be so happy when I come with all this. And then it's like, nope. Nope. Fuck Both. you. You're an nope. idiot. I can't believe you ever would have thought this was okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reaction. Go home now. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I am home. This is my home. <laughs> um. <laughs> you came over to my house. <laughs> Oh man. Um so yeah, so Kara reacts to Lena exactly how she kind of was reacting last episode. Um and then some. 
Yeah. And just like. I honestly just wanted to punch Kara in the face. I, you know, I, I'm with. I can't say that because that's like beating women. <laughs> But I want you would like to send one of us to punch her in the <laughs> I face. I would find somebody to punch her in the face for me. <laughs> Give her a little flick on the forehead. Yes. Because um, those are obnoxious and really annoying and kind of like patronizing. So there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, but I mean, let's talk about this. <sighs> like there's Lena brings up like hey, man, I know there's this one thing that can kill you, you know, the only thing that can kill you, and that's all good and all, but, like, I'm a human, and pretty much anything on this earth could kill me, and I still get out of bed every day, and I still go to work, and I still put my life on the line to help. And, you know, so do all the people around you. So can you even imagine what that's like? You know, we all still push on with our lives, and you are just, just like, stopping, and you're just, like, putting the brakes on and freaking out because there's this one thing that makes you invulnerable and it's in hands that you trust hands that aren't going to use it to hurt you. And you're aware of it and you know how to like, mm-hmm. you know, avoid it. It's almost like she gets triggered on anything green. Yeah. Like she doesn't <laughs> like the green lantern. She doesn't like green lights. <laughs> she doesn't like green screens. Yeah. <laughs> green jello. It just looks too much like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and honestly, yeah, she's she's got a freaking God complex going on with this. You know, like, I, I'm so perfect. God forbid anything kill me. You know, she's like, I need to be in control of this bitch. We are humans and we cannot control any of the fucking shit that can kill us. Yeah, you need to calm you the hell down. You need to get the hell over yourself. I was so pissed. Someone is coming <laughs> so forward. She didn't need to tell Kara that she knew how to make it. That alone should have been enough of a show of good faith mm-hmm. for her to say, like to to freak out for a second, reel it back in and go, okay, this bothers me, but I understand that you bringing this to me is, you know, you showing me that you trust me enough to tell me this and that you, you you're know. You're here to help. Yeah, you're trying to help. It's clearly there to help. Mm-hmm. And instead she's like, you're going to give the formula to us and then I forbid you to ever make and any more. you give more, me blah, everything blah, blah. you have about it. And <sighs> I want that shirt. And and I want your hair. And I your, don't. What the hell? Your lipstick looks really nice today, too. Tell me what brand that is. <laughs> Did I you need make that. that? And you are not allowed to buy that ever again. Um, it was just a weird. I hated it. I, I did too. <laughs> there was there was it hated was like everything about that reaction. Like <laughs> you aren't somebody I like right now at all. Uh-uh. You know no. this wholesome character. It's and she just so angry and it's not like she accidentally walked in like they used to do on smallville where kryptonite was everywhere and clark would get hit by it and be like oh like on accident <laughs> it was like oh this is horrible yeah this i the part i really hated was when she was like i need to be the only one in control of this i was like yeah. oh hell no you need to back up <laughs> my, my favorite part of this is like i need to be the only one in control of this yeah i'm gonna need one of you guys to help me use this against her because right? <laughs> i'm like but how? <laughs> so what happens when someone takes control of Kara? What happens if someone takes over her mind or someone takes over her in some sort of way and exploits that, her abilities, whatever? You have to have a contingency plan. The that, D- Justice League Doom, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie's about that. 
oh, wow, freaking weird. That's why Batman has kryptonite. That's why he has these contingencies. He has multiple colors of kryptonite, too. It's for a reason. He loves Clark. He trusts Clark. However, he can't trust that nothing else is going to happen. And also, honestly, if all of the kryptonite in the world is in one place or only like one place knows how to make it, if someone else gets in there and gets their hands on it, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like you need to have someone else kind of outside. Um, it's just, it's ridiculous. And Lena has proven herself to be nothing but an ally. Through and through, time and time again, like absolutely. Lena Luther is a good person who is trying to overcome her a, brother's a shadow. Yeah. And her mother's shadow too, for yeah. God's sake. The Luther's as a whole, other than her, are just garbage. Um, but okay, let's let's talk about the end because I was absolutely like mad about what they had done with Kara until the end. Um, they get in that elevator, like like Lena gets in the elevator with Kara and uh, really rips her a new one about Supergirl. You know, never meet your heroes, blah blah blah. Like I, mean, I don't trust her anymore. Yeah, and also I mean, like the whole time I was expecting a. Supergirl, I was so waiting for that. Well, there was there was a point where yeah. there was a certain way that Lena was looking at her, and she was like almost glaring at her. I think Lena knows, and she was using that as a way to talk openly and bluntly and directly, and be like, "I don't trust Supergirl. Here's why. Here is all the things." Because she knew Kara couldn't speak up without outing herself. And now I don't know for sure if Lena knows, but it there was a look. Man, she was like glaring and like honing in on Kara. And the whole encounter felt cold after <laughs> the longest elevator ride ever. I know. I was like, wow, that's <laughs> that, it was that ice cream's gonna melt by the time they get there. It was normal <laughs> until Kara brought up Supergirl. Yeah. Yep. And it then really it got was. it got cold and it got targeted. Real fast. Um and I, she found out some shit like James he was even lying to her and didn't actually break in. And Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Kara just got her ass handed to her. And it looked like she was kind of crushed, honestly, at the end. And I'm glad. Um, I was... What? I was going to say, the the whole... the For me, the difference was you saw a friend tell another friend the absolute truth in confidence. Yeah. Like without thinking. even thinking about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which goes against everything we've seen from Supergirl over the last three weeks or three years. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been really bummed that Kara has been such a, a pissy little like, what? yeah, with, <laughs> with a God complex. And, um, and she's been so self-important and so self-righteous. And so, you know, me, 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 everything's about me. Like, um, screw you, Lena, even though I've trusted you for this long and, and don't doubt your intentions. Um, so for Lena to say all that stuff to Kara, who wants to be as, as Supergirl wants to be someone that everyone trusts, someone that everyone feels like they can put their faith in and that they know that she will always be kind. She will always seek justice and she will always give hope to people, you know, someone that you can count on. Um, the last thing she would ever want to hear about Supergirl is don't meet your heroes. <laughs> that that's got to be the worst ever. Ouch! That was that like, was a oh, knife to the gut. Well, oh, it's yeah. almost like one of those things to where if you've been talking shit about somebody for so long and you found out that like your friend's starting to date her or date him, yeah, and you're just like, yeah, I, you know what? 
it's just not working out. I don't know what that dude's problem is, or I don't know what that chick's problem is, but I, I look at her and I just get angry. And you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Awkward. Just, hey. I don't yeah. know what to do about that, but um, yeah. Um, So, knowing that that happened, knowing that Kara is like gutted by what Lena said and she got put in her place hard, you know, like <laughs> talk about taking down somebody with a God complex real yeah. fast. Seriously. And she's always trusted Lena, you know, and James trusts her. James is generally been a pretty good judge of character. I don't think he's ever super screwed up with that. Mm. Not that I can recall. No. Um, and like, those are two of Kara's best friends and the people that she trusts with basically everything. You know, Lena knows everything save for, you know, the fact that she's Supergirl. And uh, <clears throat> for her to get just shot down like that and everything, I, I just, watching her face at the end, I feel like she's gonna, she's gonna go after James and she's gonna be pissy with him. But overall, I think she got it. And I think we're gonna see her make an effort to be better than that. Can you recover? Fully? What? I don't know. Um, can you make strides? Can you... I mean, I feel like if Lena doesn't know, or even if she does know that Kara's Supergirl, and Kara comes to her and says, I'm so sorry that I reacted that way. I've always trusted you. I've always believed in you as a person. You know, I've told you that you are more than the Luther name. You're better than the Luther name, um, et cetera. And, and then I, I'm gonna give you my biggest secret because I do trust you, and I, I want you to know that I trust you. Um, you know that could be something that happens, and and I feel like that would be a way to recover fully. Beyond that big secret, I don't know if she could ever recover fully. It's gonna be a struggle. I I, I just don't know how this works out, even with the whole just the <laughs> super group of friends there. Yeah. Because now Kara's got to deal with James lying. But honestly, like, she she put James in such a crappy position. She really did. You know they're dating. You know he has, he really, really has feelings for her. And he trusts her and he doesn't want to do anything to screw that up. And we're going to find out a lot about Guardian and who knows he's Guardian and whatever next week. But it's just... The, the root of the problem was Kara. You know, yeah. it all comes back to, well, I wouldn't have lied if you hadn't put me in such a terrible position and you hadn't been so insistent that it happened. If I didn't do it, you would have. Yep. Yeah. This is not going to end well. No. I don't think it will at all. Do I think that it can like wrap up and can it be resolved by the end of the season? Most likely. Mm-hmm. But is shit gonna go downhill fast first? Oh yeah. Oh yes. It's gonna get rocky. Yeah. So bad. <clears throat> so let's let's talk about the Legion stuff. Um, the Legion is leaving. It's as the episodes go on, it is becoming ever clear that Saturn Girl sees that Monel is conflicted about Kara and that he wants to be like closer to her again, be more affectionate with her or whatever. Um, and he's holding back and he's being a good husband and not just giving in to every little whim of his emotions. Um, and it's just, you can tell that something's 
brewing. So they leave and the goodbye is awkward and weird. And um, of course, Brainy bugged the dirt that he gave Win. Yeah. Who, who does that? I don't. That guy. I was about to be mad at him until he gave his reasoning. And his reasoning is that he really came to like them and he wants to keep up with their with their goings on. Get following on Facebook and Twitter. Right. And- yeah, no, not not a thousand years into the future. <laughs> I thought that was cute. It, it yeah. was it was very like direct and I, and kind of like I don't know invading, but it was like <laughs> sweet in Brainy's sort of way. I wish they would have had more of him written like he was this week. Yeah, to yeah. where it was the awkward like I must embrace you on the way out, and he's yeah. like trying to kiss him, and it's like no, we We're, do yeah man you know, man hug. You go this way, I, I go this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, stuff like that would have made him more, like, endearing to me because it was kind of, like, for me, a waste of a character because we thought we were going to get this love interest. We never saw any of that happen. And then we <laughs> yeah. hardly ever saw him. And we only got, as far as the other Legion members, um, we only got a little bit of Saturn Girl, and that was really only, like, tied to Mono. Yeah. And then we only ever got a mention of Chameleon, yeah. and I think that was only this episode. Yeah, they're in the Chameleon test Chameleon Boy was, like, like he's the only name drop we got, and it was only this episode. Yeah. I think there may have been one once more before that. But. It was, it was, so I don't know. I, I almost feel like it was a waste for me. <clears throat> yeah, it's possible that there could be um, a little bit later on, but I don't know. You know, maybe they could come back or something, or maybe you know, Monel goes to visit them, or I, I don't. Freaking yeah, know. they could do whatever. I mean, we're gonna buy it when they do it, so it doesn't matter. Pretty much. But I totally. I totally called Mono sticking oh, around. Same. The second he was saying goodbye, I'm like, oh, fuck off. He'll be back by the end of this episode. Yeah. Well, I, I, he's not going to go back to Amra. No. He's not. I, like, I called it. He's leaving his wife for Supergirl. <laughs> like, um, so. And even she knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, so there's only a 51% chance that Supergirl can take down Rain with all these powers, um, without, at least one legionnaire staying behind. And that jumps up to 88% if one of them stays behind and helps out. And, oh, wow, gee, weird that it would be Monel. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did, like, did Mickey oh, well, just the, tell him that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fairly so. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it just. What a great Mega confirmed it as soon as he was like, well, the odds jump up like. A lot if how one bad, of us had stayed behind. How I'm like, bad would it gee, wonder who that's going to be. Yeah. How bad would it have been if Saturn Girl would have went to Brainy and goes, thank you for lying for me? Oh, get rid of that chump. Well, no, just like, you know, make been... it making it easy on him yeah. without, you know, forcing him. Yeah. I mean, that's what love is. Sometimes it's being yeah. able to release somebody when you see that they could be happier somewhere else. I don't think instead of well, just kind of like getting dragged down because she's hot. I don't think she, Brainy she would kinda, have lied for that. Yeah, no, and I think Saturn Girls still kind of did that. Yeah. Like, she totally saw that he was still in love with Kara and knew what needed to be done kind of thing. And she was just like, eh, I've seen it coming for weeks, so <laughs> you know what? Been, for me, it just would have been funny. She's like, look, you can stay here, but you know when I leave, we ain't coming back for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you better be right. But I think, honestly, like, she started this whole thing by lying to him. Yeah. And making Brainy lie to him. <laughs> and now it was for a good reason. However, 
She knew she was risking her marriage. She knew she was risking their lives. She knew she was risking everything. And she was putting him in a really tough emotional spot. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she took the emotional high road and said, listen, I love you. I want you as my husband. I want you here with me. But I do also care about, you know, them succeeding. If they don't succeed, you know, they're just fucking up the future again. Um, if, you know, if rain wins, the blight probably like, well, it, no, she said it doesn't happen, but mm-hmm. you know, you never know. You never know what could happen. Other problems could arise. Um, but saying, yeah, stay behind, help them reconcile your feelings and return to me if you want to be with me, stay with her if you want to be with her. But either way, I mean, I, I get it. You don't want someone that's going to be like half in it. Like, what's the point of being married to someone if they're going to be thinking about someone else? Yeah. Or like only like like half-heartedly committed to you. you know, I guess I'll take this consolation prize of the super hot What woman. a horrible car. <laughs> <laughs> If I have to choose, I guess I'll choose. I'll, I'll choose the me. I'm like I'm a winner either way. Um, <laughs> Bob, did you think it was too easy though? It, I have, I did because it just seemed like she was way too just like okay, bye. But again, we don't know how relationships are in the future. <laughs> there is that. Yes. Well, you just like how open people are now compared to what twenty, thirty years ago, like. Yeah. You, well, you know, there's just a lot of things going on and you just don't know how people take these things. I think it was more so that she saw what she put him through by bringing him back to this time. Um, and he completely acted with restraint, but she could tell he was sad and he was missing her and like had these emotions and feelings. And he never would have had to face those again or deal with those or be conflicted because he has a wife, but he still has feelings for this person that he never got any resolution with. There was no closure. Um, he never would have gone through that and he would have just been happily married to Imra for the rest of his life, probably, um, with, with no second thoughts had they just stayed in their century and their time. But she put him in that position and she toyed with his emotions in that way. So I don't know. I feel like she felt guilty and she kind of, I don't, I don't know. She saw what was happening and I'm going to lose him anyways, right? Yeah, I I feel like it was a desperation thing too, you know, like I'm, you know, he's just going to be thinking about her the whole time or, you know, I'm going to lose him. So, I don't know. But uh, in true superhero fashion, he reveals himself just in time to help with Rain and to stop Rain from being too murderous. (laughs) For reals. Yeah, I... uh, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of uh unexpected stuff that happens in this episode with rain but i think uh i think we should discuss some some d c n c w patreon stuff first if uh if you want more more d c n c w even more even more even more go well, to patreon it, it won't be more in a couple of weeks it'll just be you're missing us and you need to find more of us right because and- we're we're almost done. But, you know, it is more than just our regular shows, though. Oh. It's, uh, there's bonus shows. And not even just from us. There's all sorts of other shows. So you can go to patreon.com slash Digital and you can get some. Um, we're constantly adding additional content each and every month, including DC on CW Presents, where we, the DC on CW hosts, discuss any and all things DC related. Also, the new Black Lightning series 
It's on Netflix now. You can binge that whole dang thing. And then you can listen along um, to the DC on CW Black Lightning edition. Uh, That's been added to our lineup of shows to cover. And in order to hear that discussion, you've got to pledge to our Patreon. The, uh, the, what am I, words are hard. The um, (laughs) podcast tier yes is the five dollar tier right bob yes it is and uh if you pledge five dollars or more a month you'll gain access to all of this plus hours of other additional rain man digital content we've got star wars from the back to tank there's all sorts of stuff yeah we cover a lot of things out there and that five dollar tier gets you access to a lot of it yeah yeah all right back on to rain stuff so sam's mom knows who rain is she knows it's sam that's kind of a shocker. Yeah. That came out of left field. Yeah. Turns out she's been scribbling that symbol all over her notebooks and then on her wall. Um, if you can rip your wallpaper from like a random like section in the present. wall. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she didn't even use me, a knife. Just look. Mm, okay. Right here. Did she purposely leave a seam? Like, I know this will come in handy someday. She's not even that old. She doesn't sound like that. <laughs> he just aged her like a hundred years. I've been waiting for you for years to come look at this. It's been 84 years. Three centuries ago, <laughs> Sam landed in my backyard. <laughs> um, so, she, now, okay, all right. This is, so I got a little emotional during all the mom stuff and whatever, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, so now that your daughter's a murderer, now you feel bad. Look what you did. Sending her away. You caused this. The last time that Sam came back and talked to her, the first time that we met Sam's mom, she was asking about, you know, who she is, where she came from. I'm having these abilities. Things are weird. I don't know. Um, Nothing's weird here. Yeah. Nothing's weird. You're fine, honey. So two things. Had the rain symbol been seen by that point yet? I don't think so. I think it was just it was just her uh, getting shot but not being wounded and et cetera. Right. I, I did with the nine, so. nine year break we had uh, so long ago. Okay. It's been 84 years. Yes, yeah, it's been that. 84 years since <laughs> she went and visited the farm. I don't believe that Sam had gone like full rain yet with the costume and burning the symbol into wherever in the city, etc. Um, but if she had, Sam's mom is a lying bitch. But, um, I, but I, don't, I don't think that's the case. I think she had just like saved Ruby and gotten shot, but not gotten shot and stuck her hand in some water by that point. Like pretty much. Yeah. Um, so like just because now your daughter's a murderous alien bitch on a rampage. Now, all of a sudden you're like, I should have loved her and I should have met my granddaughter, blah, blah, blah. But when you knew weird shit was happening to her and she was getting some powers and whatever, yeah, you were basically like, oh, you were, you're fine. Yeah, you still sent her away again. You still argued with her and you didn't say sorry for being a bad mother. Yep. But now, now it, it's all about you, huh? Now that you've got lives on your hands, supposedly. Bloods on your hand, yeah. lady. Like, now you feel guilty. Huh. Now you wish you were a better mother. Like, okay, cool. You stepped up to Sam and you were like, I know you're in there. And you tried to talk her down and bring Sam out of rain. That's all good and well. Thanks for the effort. But you definitely deserved that death. A little bit. Now. Even though 
Rain was a little bit emotional with her line, you know, what did you do for your daughter? Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a burn. No, that was a good moment for sure. And I'm glad it happened. That was a burn happened. and a stab. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you covered my art. It's also it's, it's going to be rough for Sam when she realizes that she killed her mother, because even though she has all these conflicted feelings, you know, it's still her mom. her mom. Would you tell yeah. her? Uh, she's going to kind of remember. She's going to figure it out. Uh, does, does, she, does, she doesn't remember the rain side of the world. No, she doesn't remember. Rain. When they when they brought it up, she started remembering. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that's right. When when Lena tried to get Sam's mind to kind of merge, she and she like showed her the footage. She started remembering, and she was like, "Oh my god!" At oh. least that's what it appeared to be. Oh, oh boo! Oh, also, while she was in the the foresty of Doom, the the nightmare on nice. Forest Street or whatever, <laughs> um, she saw the faces of the people that she had killed, oh, and she was yeah. So she's probably gonna see that if uh huh. That's gonna drive her insane. That. And then her mother will tell her it's okay. That's going to make it... You're still fine, honey. It's going to make it hard for her to stay Sam or to, to keep that and not completely die out as a personality or, a, you know, a presence within that body after seeing that. Um, so, I... I feel like... There probably was no good way for her to do this, but I feel like... You know, maybe you should have reported it to someone if you knew who was doing I recognize those symbols. (laughs) My daughter did this. But at the same time, you probably don't want your daughter to get locked up. But also, she's killing lots of people. So, like, eh, Hmm. that's a morally strange area. Really, really strange area to be in. Uh Uh-huh. Dead anyways. And then do you get prosecuted? I don't know. I don't know. Uh... It was a sad end for her. It was yeah. a little bit sad, yes. So, Ruby. Ruby is a kid. Oh, God. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby is, a is a kid. Ruby pissed me right the hell off this episode. She- <laughs> okay, I was angry at her too. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, well, also, fucking A, Alex. You are a DEO yeah. agent. Why would you leave your phone on the table? I feel like she should know where your password is. Uh, that too. Like, you should, if if you leave your phone on the table, that shit should have a passcode on it there should be face recognition there should yeah. be like fingerprints oh there wait this, be is like the DEO, though. this is the right, deal though you can walk right in D- yeah yeah you can walk right in you just unlock okay, it never mind lena brought in kryptonite just hey. walked it right through the front door right i in. hate everything they didn't even <laughs> inspect it she had to say <laughs> don't be alarmed this is in a lead case but but I mean no the, the guys with guns it? were just following her like they, oh yeah we we trust they, her. <laughs> Green Rock, go ahead. They treated her like a suspect like an episode ago, <laughs> and then they let her come in the front door like it's a with Starbucks. a lead lined case without freaking looking in it. Yep. Deo, ladies and gentlemen, the finest of our government's organizations tell you what we let people in with kryptonite we let people in after they've been captured by cadmus i totally forgot about them for a minute (laughs) we let our phones just stay totally unlocked so little girls can just grab it and make a phone call trying to find her mom so that mom comes and just destroys everything yeah 
National and interplanetary security at its fine- finest, ladies finest. and gentlemen. Finest. <laughs> at its finest. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, God. She's she's a kid. I get it. She's a kid. She, she knows she's being lied to. She's legit worried about her mom because mm-hmm. she probably thinks her mom's going to die. Um, she just wants her mom. And everyone is like, oh, yeah, she's fine. She's just sick. Oh, yeah, she's okay. She's just sick. Yeah. Why, so why you keep hiding me? Yeah. Why keep the kids sheltered? Really quick. Much. Back up for a second. Hey. Uh, Lex's mansion is pretty freaking sweet, and it's cool that we got to see that shit. Yes, it is. Just, just a quick note on that. All right. So back to Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> back to Ruby and her stupidity. I mean, so a couple of things. She's twelve. Um, that's pretty young. She's, you know, a kid and a lot of damage can be done to her psyche. And they probably don't want to tell her that her mom has been killing people because they probably don't want her to be like scarred or view her mom differently. Because especially because like it's not <sighs> Sam doing it. it. It's not Sam. It's Rain. It's a totally different personality. And kids have a harder time separating. They see the face. They identify that and they go you can't, like, it's not a different person. It's my mom. It's my mom's body. It's my mom's face. You know, like, my mom still did it. And you don't want to screw with that. Also, Sam didn't want Ruby to know anything. So they're trying to respect her wishes as well. They are. But that's, that's a tough spot. But at the same time, you got to tell her something. Mm-hmm. Um, tell her, you know, they're running tests. They don't think it's going to be permanent or terminal. They're they're doing everything they can to figure out what it is. She's having some blackouts. It's a little bit weird. Like, give her some information to make her not freak out because she's 12 and she's getting no info, which is why she does this stupid, desperate thing she does, steals the phone, goes to call her mom, goes outside of the mansion, and lo and behold, yeah, like you said, mommy comes a, a running or a flying, I should say. Oh, Can we also talk about the way that she flew, like, some of the CG was kind of eh here, and the flying effects was weird with rain. I didn't notice. Neither did I. What, what part? Steve and I were noticing, like, when she heard Ruby and was like, oh, there she is, and she goes, and she looks like she's supposed to fly off fast, but she was, like, moving real damn slow. So, it looked weird to me. But that was really the only thing I noticed. And then I think there was, like, only one more thing with this... Yeah, cape tricks later. I I really can't buy the cape tricks. Anyway, yeah. Um, but she she comes flying in, and uh, you know, Ruby ends up getting scarred anyway. Whether you tell her that straight up from the beginning that hey, your mom your mom might be a psycho. A psycho. Nope, she just gets to see her being a psycho (laughs) (laughs) instead. I mean, like, mask uh-huh. falls off and everything. Also, she she looks way different without the mask. Because of the makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bob. really weird. There is an homage that you uh, noticed that I, I didn't I, catch. I honestly didn't notice it. It was Steve that brought it up. Oh, and yeah, then it was all Steve over. noticed it. I guess. Uh, it was when she, uh, like, did, like, the tornado through the, yes, through the ground. The, ah. no, it was the, uh. When they're going to get him at the vault, I guess mm-hmm. in Superman 2, it's the same exact setup that Lex had trying to uh, fight Superman off as Superman's going through the subway with oh. the, the guns, the fire, okay. all that stuff. 
Yeah, because he like had the reaction when she like did the little tornado spin through the floor. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was what he was talking no, about. No, no, it was the uh the guns and all that other stuff. Yeah, that I, is pretty I cool. I didn't catch it until I looked it up because the whole time while that was happening, I was like, "Man, you think some guy that was afraid of Superman would have Superman weapons?" Yeah, you would think. Like, um, Lex. Well, yeah. Um, <sighs> that whole thing. I was like, "Why didn't you do anything that would like hurt a Kryptonian as well?" Way to box yourself in a room. Yeah, I'm kidding. With no Weird. Kryptonite anywhere. There might have been kryptonite hidden in there, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but you know, but also Kara, yeah, need, Kara needs it mm-hmm. all to herself. All to herself. I need to be the only one in control. Here, Monel, carry the case. <laughs> Honestly, though, I I gotta say, Monel crushing the kryptonite to like shove some shove some chunks in the little Gatling gun to that was make clever as shit. That was smart. S M O R T smart. Very smart. Because clearly his first one where he was just like, here, I'm just going to shove it at your face. Like he's, propos- like he's proposing to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> I present I, uh, to you kryptonite. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? I got you this big green rock. <laughs> My divorce isn't finalized yet. And I'm technically not married anymore because it's in, I'm in the past. <laughs> well, yeah, that's. Hey. Yeah. I'm single. <laughs> so, um. I don't know. What did you think? I know you don't like the uh, the cape tricks, but mm. other than that, what did, did did anything about the choreography stand out to you? Did I mean? Did you hate all of it, or do you just not like the cape tricks? Okay, I like some of it. Like <laughs> when there's two of them fighting to get to be able to get Alex to get a good shot. That part was badass. Yeah, where they just like both wrapped around her arms and were like, okay, flip, and there you go. There's your shot. The choreography was cool. Yeah, the I cape really liked. Are still a little bit weird to me. Yeah, but eh, choreography eh. was was cool. Some of the cape tricks were definitely growing on me, but yeah, the choreography itself, I really enjoyed that. That was fun, sweet. Um, but knocking off the mask. Oh. Yeah. As soon as I saw that mask come tumbling, I was like, "Oh, here we go, kid scarred." So we got a little bit of uh, Papa Manhunter. We got a little bit of myrrh in this episode. As Still anyone, depressing. I know. God, it's it's really sad. I don't know how much more of it I can take. Like, <laughs> I don't want to deal really anymore. <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with his death, but I also don't want to keep dealing with his like space Alzheimer's. Yeah, because it's just sad because it's getting worse oh and worse. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, listen, we're all going to have to deal with that eventually with like parental figures or like older people in our lives. I don't want to have to deal with that on TV. This is my this is my hour of happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's not. That's too real. Um, happy. It's sometimes us biting our nails, but you know. Yeah, but like, still, um, uh, I don't want to deal with the real world stuff, even with aliens. So, um, he ends up giving some advice though on how he not only survived the White Martians, but kind of like, I don't know, got them to trust him kind of got through to them a little bit. Um, and they it, we find out they kept him alive because they didn't want to lose the knowledge of the sacred scrolls and he had all of that in his memory. And a lot of shit had gotten destroyed in the Martian War. So there you go. Um, John realizes that his father abandoned or at least put aside his own beliefs of the, the Martian texts and, you know, religions and whatever. Um, 
and appealed to their code of ethics and their, you know, code of beliefs. And he used the knowledge that he had uh, to make himself important to them and also to, you know, to find some sort of way to bridge that gap. <laughs> to live. Yeah. Um, and this absolutely helps Kara because Kara steps in and says, wait, 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 no. Um, you cannot kill Ruby. That is out of line with your code of ethics. You are here for justice. You are here to mercilessly dispense justice. Um, for but, those who have sinned, but yes. she has not. She is innocent. She is a child. She is an innocent. She hasn't sinned. There might be minor little like kid things, but she's she's a child. She's never done anything horrible. She's never done anything, you know, like terrible, worthy of dispensing that kind of justice on her. You can't kill her. And it got it got a pause from her. You know, it stopped her from killing Ruby. Um You can they, totally see the god damn it come across her face. Yeah. And honestly, I mean so they they have captured Rain again. They have contained her again. But this fight ain't over. And I don't know what's going to happen if or when she wakes up. Um, I don't know where that crystal is with, you know, bitchitude mama. I don't know where, like the fairy bitch mother. <laughs> I don't know where she is. In the fortress um, of bitchitude? Yeah. I don't know if she's, if that crystal is with Rain or if it's somewhere else. I don't know if that's going to do anything or have anything to do with anything. Um, and then at the very end of the episode, uh, a girl that I don't, I don't entirely recognize, but I, I didn't she, she seems no. familiar almost though. She may have just been like one of the people listening to the, either that or something like one of James's friends. Like, cause she's black. Yeah. No. Nicole. <laughs> No, huh. because the of the preview. That was awesome. Because <laughs> you looked at a preview. Because of the preview. I always look at the preview. Oh, no. No, she's a fan of Guardian. Yeah. That's what it was. That's um, the connection there. Yeah. Um, but she stole uh, one of the Kryptonian religious texts or whatever. It's a Kryptonian book. That's all we know. And goes running while people are like, hey, bring that back. Well, it was from the the cult. Yeah, that cult, the cult peeps. Yeah, it was from the that Kryptonian like religious cult thing. The book of I forgot the name. Book that of, one, the book of Krypton. <laughs> the book of Rao. Uh, yeah, well, I Rao. was I was just like yes. parodying the oh. Book of Mormon, but yes, oh. yeah, <laughs> the book of Krypton. Um, <laughs> but she steals the book from that altar, and people are you know running after her and yelling, and I almost. I, I could be totally off base here, but there was something familiar about her, and I almost feel like she may have been one of those people that we saw in passing um, when Kara was introduced to that little cult hey, and met the, the leader. It looks like she is. According to next week's synopsis, a disciple of the uh, Colville's um, escapes. Colville, that's his name. Colville, um, thank but you. I, I honestly feel like she looks familiar. I don't know. I feel like she was there before she, yeah and she was she like just you guys wait like wait for the sermon or whatever i feel like i could be wrong but whatever that's not important we'll figure it out next week that stuff is finally coming back around i had entirely forgotten about that and there was a tease about it like a few episodes ago i think before the break yeah they brought him up again remember they oh, like yeah. went back to the prison and they brought him up and i entirely forgot about that until this shit came back up at the end of this episode 
So we're going to we're going to see some of that come back into play. We're going to find out why that's important um, beyond Kara just finding out prophecies to do with the world killers. Um, didn't he who did he get a visit from in prison? Uh, wasn't it Bitchface? Dushlord? No. No, the religious guy. I thought he got visited by. I forgot now. Yeah, I, I, fairy, fairy god bitch. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but was she like a person uh, on her own? I thought she was just kind of like a hologram. I don't know. I I don't remember. Do I'm sure we'll see it in a recap from. Damn next week. these breaks! Yes, they, they make us dumb. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm looking much forward to matter. that though. I'm looking forward to that coming back around. Um, I. Yeah, I really want to know what's in that book because it looked like it was it was rain in the book. Rain's face was sketched out in that book. I got it. I didn't notice that. I saw I saw it in the glimpse. Okay. Um it was like the profile of Rain's face and I think her symbol too. So there's definitely something about her in there and I'm really curious to know what it is. I got to say guys, I am absolutely surprised by everything in this episode. And generally the pacing of the last two episodes and the content of them. Um, I feel like I, it felt like some things were rushed or some things happened too soon. But after this episode, it really feels like everything is happening for a purpose and things are on a particular track. And I'm happy to be surprised by what is in each episode so far. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's almost... Like the next one is supposed to be, you know, like our setup episode for the final two episodes, but we're going to get more. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really wondering what How, they've got what, planned yeah. and what else is going to come What filler are we ahead. getting here? Because. Yeah. Because I, I saw the preview. And I was like, okay, this looks totally like a filler episode that we usually get. But. As a third to last. Some, some James and Kara trust stuff is going to come to a head. We're probably well, going to find out happen. that he told Lena that he's guardian. Like, from Kara's perspective, we're going to find that out. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of that trust stuff is going to get dealt with. And they, they're they going to set up more stuff with, like, the Book of Ra and um, Ra. Ra. Ra is an Egyptian god. Uh, <laughs> or the sushi restaurant. That too. Or sushi. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm hungry now. Thank you. Or rolling papers. Oops. Damn it. Well, let's go to Ra after this. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I. I I'm pleasantly surprised. I am surprised and I'm happy that I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, the pacing, the direction, what the actual content is, is has been completely like off of what I expected. And I am really excited about that. Um, I'm glad to see that Kara is not going to stay a little turd. Um, it looks mm-hmm. like she's really going to realize that her attitude was affecting relationships of hers. Um yeah, I don't know. Overall, it was it was nice to be surprised. Yeah, same. Also, same. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Any final thoughts on the episode? I think we've uh, you it basically up. just covered that. Yeah, we've said all we can say. Other than I'm not, I'm not prepared for for Papa John. Yeah, he needs to die. I'm sorry, but I'm just not prepared for it though. No, it's going to be sad. It's going to suck. Just die already. Okay. Stop dragging me through this every week. I know. It's hard. Well, now we know what the episode of the, the title of the episode next week 
is all about because we we were looking at the titles and the next episode is entitled The Fanatical. Now we understand it's, you know, a fan of Guardian and also uh, part of the culty cult of Rao. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. That's going to do it for today's DC on CW Supergirl edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. Go download it and be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we will catch you next time. How did you do that? I'm Supergirl. You're who now?